Welcome to Morning Prayer for Friday, March 10th, 2023, the 15th day of Lent. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Jesus told his disciples, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves, and take up their cross, and follow me. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. In your great compassion blot out my offenses. Wash me through and through from my wickedness, and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my offenses, and my sin is ever before me. Against you only have I sinned, and done what is evil in your sight. So you are justified when you speak, and right in your judgment. Indeed, I was born steeped in wickedness, a sinner from my mother's womb. Indeed, you delight in truth deep within me, and would have me know wisdom deep within. Remove my sins with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be purer than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness, that the body you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins, and blot out all my wickedness. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and sustain me with your bountiful spirit. The Lord be with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. O Lord our God, we give you thanks for the mercy you so freely offer us through the grace of our baptism, safe passage through the sea, justice rolling down like water, deliverance from sin and death forever. By the power of your Holy Spirit, poured out upon us in baptism, teach us to love and serve you faithfully, and reconcile us to you and to one another as members of one living body. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. From Psalm 119. I have done what is just and right. Do not deliver me to my oppressors. Guarantee your servant's good. Let not the proud oppress me. My eyes have failed from watching for your salvation and for your righteous promise. Deal with your servant according to your steadfast love and teach me your statutes. I am your servant. Grant me understanding that I may know your decrees. It is time to act for the Lord, for they have violated your teaching. Truly I love your commandments more than gold, even the purest gold. Truly I hold all your commandments to be right for me, all paths of falsehood I abhor. Pay. Your decrees are wonderful, therefore I obey them with all my heart. When your word is opened, it gives light, it gives understanding to the simple. I open my mouth and pant because I long for your commandments. Turn to me and be gracious to me, as you always do to those who love your name. Order my footsteps in your word, let no iniquity have dominion over me. Rescue me from those who oppress me, and I will keep your commandments. Let your face shine upon your servant and teach me your statutes. My eyes shed streams of tears because people do not keep your teaching. Sade. You are righteous, O Lord, and upright are your judgments. You commanded your decrees in righteousness and in all faithfulness. 
My indignation has consumed me, because my enemies forget your words. Your word is very pure, and your servant loves it. I am small and of little account, yet I do not forget your commandments. Your righteousness is everlasting, and your teaching is true. Trouble and distress have come upon me, yet your commandments are my delight. The righteousness of your decrees is everlasting. Grant me understanding that I may live. A reading from the Epistle of St. Paul to the Church in Rome. Circumcision, indeed, is of value if you obey the law. But if you are a transgressor of the law, your circumcision has become uncircumcision. So, if the uncircumcised keep the requirements of the law, will not their uncircumcision be regarded as circumcision? Then, the physically uncircumcised person who keeps the law will judge you who, though having the written code and circumcision, are a transgressor of the law. For a person is not a Jew who is one outwardly, nor is circumcision something external and physical. Rather, a person is a Jew who is one inwardly, and circumcision is a matter of the heart, by the Spirit, not the written code. Such a person receives praise not from humans, but from God. Then what advantage has the Jew? Or what is the value of circumcision? Much, in every way. For in the first place the Jews were entrusted with the oracles of God. What if some were unfaithful? Will their faithlessness nullify the faithfulness of God? By no means. Although every human is a liar, let God be proved true, as it is written, so that you may be justified in your words, and you will prevail when you go to trial. But if our injustice serves to confirm the justice of God, what should we say? That God is unjust to inflict wrath on us? I speak in a human way. By no means. For then how could God judge the world? But if, through my falsehood, God's truthfulness abounds to his glory, why am I still being judged as a sinner? And why not say, as some people slander us by saying that we say, Let us do evil so that good may come? Their judgment is deserved. What then? Are we any better off? No, not at all. For we have already charged that all, both Jews and Greeks, are under the power of sin, as it is written, There is no one who is righteous, not even one. There is no one who has understanding. There is no one who seeks God. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. There is no one who shows kindness. There is not even one. Their throats are opened graves. They use their tongues to deceive. The venom of vipers is under their lips. Their mouths are full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Ruin and misery are in their paths, and the way of peace they have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. We live not by bread alone, but by every word that comes from God. Thanks be to God. The Canticle of Zechariah God has given us knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of our sins. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. God has given us knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of our sins. 
Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, and to remember your holy covenant. God has given us knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of our sins. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. God has given us knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of our sins. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. God has given us knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of our sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. God has given us knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of our sins. Litany for Lent For forty days and nights the rain fell, and the waters covered the face of the earth. Lead us, O Lord, from death to life. For forty years the people wandered, seeking the land of God's promise. Lead us, O Lord, from death to life. Moses spent forty days on the mountain, learning the commandments of God. Lead us, O Lord, from death to life. Elijah traveled forty days in the wilderness to hear the voice of God in the silence. Lead us, O Lord, from death to life. Jonah cried out to the people of Nineveh, Repent, or in forty days you will perish. Lead us, O Lord, from death to life. Jesus fasted and prayed for forty days and was tested by the devil. Lead us, O Lord, from death to life. Eternal God, as we are baptized into the death of Jesus Christ, so give us the grace of repentance, that we may pass through the grave with him and be born again to eternal life. For he is the one who was crucified, dead, and buried, and rose again for us, Jesus our Savior. Amen. Satisfy us with your love in the morning, and we will live this day in joy and praise. Eternal God, we praise you for your mighty love given in Christ's sacrifice on the cross and the new life we have received by his resurrection. Especially, we thank you for ministries of teaching and pastoral care, for those who work to help and heal, for sacrifices others have made for our benefit, for opportunities for our generous giving, for the presence of Christ in our weakness and suffering. People of God, for what else do we give thanks? God of grace, let our concern for others reflect Christ's self-giving love, not only in our prayers, but also in our practice. Especially we pray for the Church in Latin America, for a right relationship between humans and the earth, for those who are wounded or face death, for those who keep watch over the sick and dying, for reverence for the gift of life you offer. 
People of God, for what else do we pray? God of all joy, fill our souls to overflowing with the fullness of your grace. In this season, remind us of your triumph over the tragedy of the cross and your victory for us over the powers of sin and death, so that we may reflect your glory as disciples of Jesus Christ, our risen Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. May the steadfast love of God, the abundant grace of Jesus Christ, and the abiding presence of the Holy Spirit be with us, this day and always. Amen. Bless the Lord. The Lord's name be praised.